And what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Bear Down Sports Association Podcast, episode 133 today. Week one of the Basketball League Recap. Your host, DJ Savaro, joined alongside me, Commissioner Brandon Kurtzman. Kurtzman, how are we doing tonight? Doing good. Got a, got a, had a good slate of games in week one. Saw a lot of, uh, a lot of new players. Excited to see that. And uh, have an exciting week two slate on, on tap. Yeah, uh, good week of games, first off. Um, I wanted to say this. We had to say it on the podcast. I think we already put it in the captain chat. Um, we cannot be shooting around on the court before your game starts at 9 o'clock. A lot of practices on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Especially go, Tuesdays. Especially Tuesdays. Go to 9. So those people have the court until 9 o'clock. So respectfully, we cannot go on the court until 9 o'clock. With that being said, let's get into the recap of these games. Kurt, where do we want to start? What game do we want to start with? Uh, let's we'll go in order. Tuesday, nine o'clock. We'll start with uh, Hard Over Height returning team with Jason Gomes going up against the Waiver Wire Warriors, a team of seven or eight guys who never played basketball together before. So um, we talked about it on the preview. We thought this game could get a little ugly if Jason Gomes' team was a lot more active and um, kind of just playing more as a team than the Waiver Wire Warriors. And that's kind of what happened in this game. Waiver Wire Warrior uh, Hard Over Height wins ninety to sixty. Um, it, it 90 was, points, it, a lot it of points. Was, yeah, 90 points is a lot of points. It was pretty competitive in the first half. They cut it to 30-20 to 20 after a slow start, the Waiver Wire Warriors. But then right after they cut it to 30-20, uh, Hardover Height, Jason Gomes, and Shafiq kind of went on a little bit of a run by themselves, got it up to 50-27 to 27 or something like that around halftime. Um it was a, it was a, I don't want to call it a learning experience, but it was just a, uh, you had an experience for Waiver Wire Warriors. You got to get back on um, Back playing um, organized basketball, got to learn how to play together. Got a few good players on that team: Kokoda, um, Ralph McFadden, who finished with twenty nine six and six, um, shot the ball pretty well. Um, they have some good players. They've been missing Big Rob, six eight Big Rob. So hopefully, with him returning this could week, could help the defense. It's going to help bit. defensively, maybe not allow a team to score ninety points. But um, I want to say last, the last like twenty so points of the game was just. They were up, like, you know how men's league yeah, games are yeah, up yeah, by 25. Yeah. The defense gets lacking. Guys aren't getting back on defense. A lot of fast break layups. Um, waiting for guys to pad your stats. No matter what happens, <laughs> I don't care when, what the score of the game is. Your stats count. Um, Zalek was a monster in this game. Getting getting whatever he wanted, whatever he wanted. It finished with, like, he finished with 25 and 15 in this game. Jesus. Big game for Nick Zalek as he starts his MVP campaign. Um no, overall, though, Hard Over Height showed why they're one of the better teams in the league. They come out, good chemistry, get a big dub. Um, Who are you super impressed with on the waiver wire team? Ralph McFadden. Like I said, I finished 29-6. Yeah. Uh, Mark Kokoda, good athlete. Looked like he was just a little bit rusty out there. Looked like uh, he missed a couple bunnies at the rim. I expect him to finish those going forward. I was impressed with Facundo. Solid ball handler, was dishing out to some guys. Um, Darnell hit a few threes in this game. Uh, I thought Jodell could have played a little better. He was missing a couple layups at the rim. But overall, they honestly got some good looks in this game. They just weren't able to put them down early enough to keep the game competitive um, midway through the second half. So, like I said, big win for Jason Gomes' squad and for Wave Ride Warriors. Learning experience come out next week. Hopefully you guys got together maybe, got a, a little shoot around, little practice, a little run in together, get to know how each other plays. But... Um, one big thing about this league is like my not like my football leagues. I cannot wait for you to get there. If the game is starting at nine o'clock, the game will start at nine, nine o'clock. o'clock. The refs are not really under my control like yep. they are in the football league. Um, so it, be there on time, or the game will the game will start without you. 
Um, nothing really more to say about this game. Uh, Shafiq, possible assist leader. Yeah, Shafiq, possible assist leader, finished with 10 and 10, top assist guy in, in week one. He's always a guy looking for other guys that doesn't need to really shoot the ball. So the team that knows how to play together. Yeah, they do. They've been playing together for years now, coming out of Rutgers intramurals, playing together, and now this. Um, good stats now. Facundo finished three points, four rebounds, one assist, and three steals. Uh, Jodell had four points and five rebounds. Mark had ten points, four rebounds, three assists, and six steals. Slim had nine points, made three threes, six rebounds. Ralph McFadden, 29 points, six rebounds, six assists. Shalon had six points, eight rebounds. Um, and then for the waiver, uh, for Harlover Height, Jason Gomes finished with 23 points, three rebounds, five assists, four steals on 11 of 13 shooting. Uh, Shafiq, yeah, Shafiq, 10 points, 10 assists, four rebounds, three steals. Um, Nick Zally, 25 points, 15 rebounds, and three steals on 12 of 18 shooting. Connor Walsh, 12.7 rebounds, six assists, on made four threes. And Khalid Atani, Shafiq's younger brother, finished with 12 points, 10 rebounds, one assist. Nice. Next game. Next game, um, Bad Boys versus UDH. Honestly, good game. Really good game. Um, I thought... Going into the game, the preview, I said the one big thing was for that I felt that Bad Boys had advantage in this game was their size. Yeah. And that I thought they'd be able to kind of muscle um, them down low and kind of just work, get their points in the paint and kind of be able to pull away that way. But the shooting was absolutely atrocious in this game by both sides. No team could hit a shot. Low scoring game throughout. I think 64, uh, it ended up being a 71 to 57 final. But the teams both looked like they were. Um, just not getting the looks I think they wanted. They were missing a lot of shots, just a lot of open ones sometimes also. Um, I expected more out of the bad boys. They moved the ball very well. I thought they did move the ball very well. Um, but outside of Brandon Stewart and Christian Garcia, no one else was really able to get the ball uh, get the ball into the, the net. Um, I thought that they played pretty good team defense. They were communicating well, forcing UDH into a lot of tough looks. Um, I don't know. I guess I just expected more. They were one of the better. They were they were probably the best or second best team in the league last time we saw them out there. And um, no KP, no KP played. Just didn't have a good game. Just didn't shoot the ball well. He shot three of eleven. So just not. It wasn't. It wasn't KP's night. KP could come out on Thursday night and shoot eleven of fourteen, and yeah. I won't be surprised one bit. Um, but. It's a, it's a win that you can get. They're able to win games when playing not their best ball. It was an ugly game. They were able to tough it out. Garcia kind of got it going in the second half. Had a had a quiet first half, I thought. Um, but as for uh, for UDH, you were impressed with Kyle Parrish. I was impressed with Kyle Parrish. Shot the ball well in the first half. Shot it, it kind of tired legs in the second half. Probably led to those misses in the second half, but. Um, he was really dominant early in the game. He was able to hit shots early to keep them in it, and. Um, I think that team will shoot a lot better also going forward. They were Teams, really they're rusty. A good, they're a good team. Yeah, they are a good team. They have a lot of good players, a lot of guys that just play a lot of basketball, and they definitely play together. Um, they, I thought they also moved the ball pretty well, but bad boys play pretty good defense. Um, long, athletic guys. They had the mismatch in the paint um, with KP and Aiden Al in the, underneath. Um, but... Uh, I don't know, not really much more. I'm trying I'm trying to think to say about this game. How do you feel about these these are two playoff teams in your opinion after watching them play? Yeah, I mean, what, there's eight teams that make the playoffs out of twelve. They I think this team should be in the playoffs. They'll probably grab a few wins throughout the season. Probably I, I assume they'll be nine game season, probably somewhere between five and four, four and five. I might range. believe a look. Couldn't hit his shots, but he was getting open ones. He just could just couldn't knock him down. 
Um, he's probably in football mode right now, probably not <laughs> playing that much basketball. Um, but I think with each week they'll probably get a little bit yeah. better, and they'll probably be looking. They'll probably hang their stride later in the season. Um, All right, good. Give me stats then. Yeah, stats. Mike Oliva, eight points, five rebounds, one assist, one steal. Dan Dennery, four points on two of eight, two rebounds, one steal. Kyle Parrish, 17 points, eight rebounds, hit three threes. Uh, Ryan Simmons, seven points, six rebounds. He's an undersized guy who was guarding a lot of their bigger guys, so I gave I was I was uh, impressed by him, just his effort level okay. on the defensive end. Um, Brandon Milling, eight points, five rebounds, had an off-shooting night, shot three of 15. And Ryan Smith, their big... Um, Honestly, he was he was he was the only like real big on that team for that day, and I thought he held his own on with Aiden and KP and Al underneath. I thought he held his own, got a bunch of rebounds. Um, thought he played a pretty good game. As for the bad boys, Tom Segley three points, one rebound, one assist. Andrew Segley five points and four rebounds. Uh, Al hit a three, three rebounds and a steal. Sean McCray had seven point six assists. Brandon Stewart, 19 points, 9 rebounds, 5 assists on th- and 3 steals on 8 of 15 shooting. Christian Garcia, 22 points and 8 rebounds, 3 assists, 3 steals on 11 of 17. Kyle uh, KP had 8.6 rebounds on 3 of 11, and Aiden was 4.6 rebounds on 2 of 2 shooting. All right. Nice game. The Pan against the G's. This was Sir Off against Giraffe. Versus Giraffe. Uh, a matchup we normally see on the football field. <laughs> a game that came down to Sir Off having to make a deep throw at the end of the game. And hit the ceiling. And hit the ceiling on the throw. <laughs> that was hilarious. He laughed about it. That he did. Funny. No, he did. Um, they kind of blew this game, uh, Sir Off's team. They were up by five with a minute to go. Yeah. And a couple of costly turnovers, kind of just not playing smart with the basketball. Then Sir Off turns the ball over off the inbound. Yeah. They get a layup, go up by one. Then they don't. Then they. Don't get a sh- they get a shot miss at the foul. Mook hits one, misses the second. They call timeout, but um, weren't able to get the final result they were looking for. Yeah, they were definitely ahead. They were definitely yeah, leading. They this were leading game. the majority. It was a close game throughout the entire game. Um, another ugly offensive showing by both teams. I felt like a lot of I think a lot see a lot of guys haven't played organized basketball in a while. 50, 55, 54 was the final of this 56, game, right? 54, yeah. 56, 54. That's a that's low, low scoring men's league game. That's yeah, a very low scoring men's league game. No, and it was. Um, there were a lot of threes being chucked, a lot of threes being missed. Um, I'm pretty sure uh, Sarov's team was missing their one of their best players due to some family emergency. wasn't able to make the game last minute. Um, I know Jarok's team was also missing Jesse and Steri, who I know are two very good athletes. Not sure how good basketball players, but I imagine they would make, would make a huge difference in the game. Um, I was impressed, though, with... Um, the gang rebounding by Sarov's team because they were a little undersized in this one. I think uh, they Drog's team definitely had a little bit of a size advantage and they were able to kind of keep them off the offensive glass, um, control the tempo of the game. I know Drog's team probably wanted to get out and run a little bit, but Sarov's team was able to control the pace of the game, kept it low scoring, which is probably the game they're going to have to play to win unless they have some scores that weren't able to show up because they it, they definitely look like they were struggling to score at times, but I will give a shout out to Dan, uh, Sal. Sal, I don't know the last name. I want to say Polara. He had he, sixteen rebounds. Wow. Um, not a big kid. Um, probably like six one. Forcing though. Yeah, he was he was dominant on the glass. He was able to get a lot of rebounds and a lot of possessions for the um, for Drox team. Um, very competitive game. I expect with the full teams, there will probably be hopefully be more scoring. Yeah, I want to see more. I want to see more. 
I want to see the top players from Drock's team too because I never saw these kids play football. But I'm assuming Drock has some athletes. And timeout. There were some dunks in this game too. There this were, was, yeah, there were. This was an athletic game. So I'm, I'm assuming that these teams could easily score the ball more than they did in this one. Yeah, and like I said, I think I think it was kind of league-wide as I was doing the stats. The shooting percentages were very bad. Um, there were a lot of guys that were chucking up a lot of shots. It looked like, it looked like the, men, the real men's league games. I expect that to kind of get cleaned up yeah. with our league just being a little more serious and other men's league teams, men's, league, men's leagues. Because when you know your stats and you see that you shot 5 of 22, you're like, oh, all mm-hmm. right, maybe like maybe I should only take like 15 <laughs> yeah. shots, not 22. Um, but it ma- it matters because I know eventually teams are going to be – teams are very serious about the league. Teams take it very seriously, so you're just going to see a lot more better team defense being played, playing with the same guys week in and week out. Um, I expect the shooting percentages to get better as well as team defenses. Um, hopefully less open looks for teams going forward. Um, I was impressed with Mook. Uh, Shante Worthy, just a good athlete, but um, was a high contributor to this game. Uh, the center for his team also, Bar- Sean Barksdale, had a really good game, 16-13. and 13. Um, Probably the difference maker in this game is he was able to kind of just get some shots to go down when Jirok's team was in need of a bucket. Um, overall, good game, competitive game, a little bit of intensity towards the end, just... Uh, the G's able to come out with a two-point dub, get up, to get off the right foot, foot to start the season. Good start for them. Um, that end of that game though, the service team's got to clean that up. 100%. That, that was they they gave the game away. Literally, like the, the literally very, yeah, gave the, the ball. The, to the, that I mean, they, it was a few times in a row they had they just had honestly a little bit of a collapse, topped off with throwing the ball off the ceiling, not even giving yourself a chance yep. to get a shot up one game. Yep. Uh, competitive game though. Um, I expect both these teams to kind of build as the season goes on and continue yeah. to get better. Good. Stats for the G's. Ramir finished with five rebounds, one assist, one steal, two uh, two blocks. Ishak was 12 points, nine rebounds on five to 12 shooting. Trayvon finished with 11 points and six rebounds. Uh, Jirak, uh no points on 0 of 4 shooting from the field for Jirak. <laughs> one rebound, two steals. Mook finished with 15 points, three rebounds, four assists, five steals on six of 10 shooting. Uh, Barksdale finished with 16 points, 13 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals. Um, and Rashad hit a 3 for the G's. As for the pan, Suroff finished 7 points, 6 rebounds, 2 assists on 3 of 13. Um, Conforth finished with 12 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists. Um, Krieger finished with 6 points, 8 rebounds. Sorry, I don't have first names on here. I only have last names. Yeah. Uh, Walsh finished with 11 points, 7 rebounds. Anthony finished with 2 points, 4 rebounds. And Sal finished with 16 points, 16 rebounds, and 2 steals. Honestly, I'm sorry, Sal. You should have been on the uh, Players of the Week. I yeah. completely skipped over you, but uh, you definitely played a really good game. Apologies. Next game, last one of the Tuesday slate, was uh, DFA against the TTG Blue Devils. A game that we expected to be very competitive. Um, I expected high scoring. I expected um, late game, the need for late game heroics by either a Bobby or a Deshaun or something. But um, Bay Marquez gets ejected in this game for two early technical fouls. Um, And it kind of changed the complexion of the game. It was a close game at that point early in the first half. And after that point, DFA was kind of able to take over. Um, Buddy was an animal on defense. He was Buddy everywhere. was a beast. Lee Henderson was a beast. Jaleel, Jaleel point God, yeah. just dotting all over the court. Um, Deshaun had a rough shooting night, showed up late, 
Deshaun, show up, show up on time. Yeah. I want to see you get a nice stretching, get a good forty ball in. Um, he has a good team though this year, so he might not have to do as much as he did in uh, in the season, the last season. He's got a lot of guys that are able to score the rock. Like I said, Jaleel, good playmaker, buddy, a guy who always is getting his shot off. Um, also, great defensive player. Um, who else? Do, oh, Harry Rakowski was a monster in this game. Also, you said Lee Henderson, very good player as yeah, well. He, he was making. He had a great game. Um, Chris Johnson had a really good game for them. He was a late yeah. add to the team, and he poured in uh, 11 points on five of 13. Hit a few threes, a couple big steals. He finished with eight rebounds for a guy who's yeah. five foot seven, maybe. Um, I thought Vic Pawar shot the ball pretty well from three. Um, hit a few big ones. Mike Davidson played the game as well. Um, they honestly, DFA honestly, just had way more, um, way more energy in this game. They got out to a hotter start, and kind of with the Bobby getting ejected early in the game, kind of just changed the complexion of the game. I wish that didn't have to happen, but I'm not telling the refs how to rough the game. They, you have to respect the refs. It was the one thing that I made very clear on the pod. I made, made it very clear in the captain's chat. Um, I don't have control over these refs like I normally do in Bear Down, so you got to do what you got to do, and they call their game the way they call their game. Um, I uh, do I'll, like TTG Blue Devils going forward. Yeah, they they were out of it. Like, they were rusty as hell. Rusty as hell. They haven't played ball. Like, I think Ty Boogie said they haven't played in a minute. Like, it's been months since they've played. So, you're playing against dudes who, like, really hoop and whatnot. It's going yeah. to be a tough game. Yeah, I wish uh, I wish I had known they hadn't balled in a while. Or I would have put this matchup in a few weeks when maybe the teams were a little more. Uh, you wanted it to be week one prime time. Yeah, well, listen, you always you always need a good week one prime time game to get the people out to the to the courts or the people out to the field. There was, it see. had a prime time feel to it. There was a lot of people oh, there. There were definitely a lot of people there. I know there's not a lot of seating um, in CJB, so if you are there, don't be. Sta- I would not stand in between the, the two tar- courts yeah, because you court. will get cracked by in the back by one of, by the other game. Yeah. Um. I do like TTG Blue Devils going forward. They just need to get kind of get back into the rhythm of things. I imagine that some of those guys definitely got out to a court this week and just got a shoot around in because um, those are guys that definitely take the league seriously. They were one of the top, the the higher level teams in the league last time we were out here. Um, so I expect them to keep it going moving forward. I allowed some roster ads for people. Um, I know they made an ad to their team after week one, so we'll see how that fares for week two for them. Um, they're going to try to get back on track this week. Tomorrow, I should say. Um, both these teams get back out there tomorrow. But good win for DFA. Get off to a hot start. Keep the train rolling. Um, they got a really good deep team with a lot of guys that can uh, play ball and kind of just do the little things and play a role. They have guys that play all the roles. Uh, Mike Gargano steps in, gets some rebounds, scores on a fast break, does the, does the things he needs to do. Yeah. So um, I like the DFA team. Deshaun's team is nice, man. They're going to be really good moving forward. Like, that's... That right now, after week one, you put them as the championship favorites. If this was like a Vegas odds, we our full team hasn't played yet. We can't say us. Okay, our full team hasn't played. We would put that. They would be the the top team at yeah. Vegas odds right now after week one. Yeah, they're bad boys. All right, let's get some stats. Uh, Jaleel finished with seven points, five assists, three rebounds. Deshaun finished with fifteen points, three rebounds, one assist. Buddy had twelve points, five rebounds, one assist. Vic shot had eleven points, three rebounds. Uh, hit three threes. Um, James Williams, J.K. Will, had seven rebounds and a steal. Mikey Organo, two points, four rebounds. Harry Rakowski finished with uh, ten points, 
on 4 of 16, 4 rebounds, 5 steals. Mike Davidson had 6 points, 4 rebounds. Lee Henderson had 8 points, 4 rebounds, 4 assists. And Chris Johnson had 11 points, 8 rebounds, 3 blocks on 5 of 13 shooting. As for TTG, Gerard had 6 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists, and 3 steals. Ty Boogie finished with 9 points and 10 boards. Bobby Marquez in limited action, 9 points, 4 rebounds, and an assist. Jared Pierce had 18 points and 10 rebounds. Zach Moran had 13 points and 7 rebounds. Hit three threes. Um, Fee had 4 points, 8 rebounds. Jahi had 2 points and a rebound. Uh, Billy Ficino had a rebound and an assist and 2 steals. And Bryce Balu had 4 points, 3 rebounds, and 2 steals. All right. Thursday slate. Thursday slate. First game. Blue Steel versus Showtime. Taz's squad against Majid's squad. Yeah. Um, you took. Teams, you teams, had. Uh, I took Majid's squad. Yeah. You took Taz as yeah. well. Taz's team definitely took the dub in this one. Uh, big dub. A 23 point win. 76 to 58 or something. Yeah, something they controlled big in the second half. Yeah, they. Uh, the first half was very competitive. Teams were going back and forth, taking the lead. Taz's team took like a seven point lead into halftime, and then they came out of the half. They got a they got in a little bit of a run, and you know how that goes. Teams that get the big run in the third quarter in the NBA, they come out and they 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 hold on through the end. Um, I took I took Blue Steel plus nine and a half live. That's <laughs> Augie lost. Um, I think the big takeaways from this game are that Showtime has played together before and knew what they wanted to do on offense. Tony Boyd was an absolute monster from the mid-range, looking like that rush shot right there off the glass. <laughs> Boyd finished with 11, 11 to 13 from two. He was he was on fire. Um, they just couldn't stop him. They were they were uncontested. They were uncontested some of the times, but he's a guy that I've been I've, we've seen been seen yeah, playing. Tony since. Tony's been a legend forever. A mid-range guy, yeah. a mid-range god. So you have to guard him in the mid-range. He's gonna he's gonna kill you from out there if you don't. Um, Gorky also just dominant in this game. What do you do? Um, hit three threes. Ooh. Um, had 15 rebounds, right? 14 rebounds. He was 20 and 14. He was a beast down low. He hit his free throws. He shot f- five of eight from the line. Um, if Gorgie's hitting three of five threes for your team, that's you're tough. probably yeah. going to win the game uh, most times because that's a guy who can make or break a game with his three-point shooting. Um, that's an added bonus. Yeah, if, it is. If, if Gorky's hitting threes, that's added. Yeah, Pop City had a really good game, efficient, 7-13, um, finished with 17.6 rebounds. Welcome uh, back to the league. Yeah, welcome back to the league. Uh, Pop City, he was one of the premier scorers in the league last time. Kind of was taking a little bit of time, but I, wanna, I don't want to say a back seat, but he was kind of just letting the game come yeah. to him. Um, went within the flow of the offense. Not a lot of iso ball from him, which I love to, I personally love to see when teams aren't just running iso ball and you're actually just moving the ball around the perimeter, getting guys good looks. Um, he had a very quiet game, but um, made his presence felt, um, I thought, on the glass. And he had a couple blocks in this one as well. Um, thought Taz did a good job controlling the game, controlling the offense. And Billy Andrews kind of just doing all the dirty work. Billy's always team. good for them. Yeah, Taz knows how to, Billy knows how to play on Taz's teams. Yeah, finished with six points and six rebounds, Billy. Um, good game by them. And as for Blue Steel, a team who hasn't played together. A lot of guys, new pieces to the puzzle. Um a lot, some of the same core from last year with Dubs, Majid, uh, Dom, and Tom. But yeah. you add in uh, George, uh, one of Dom's boys, uh, played at Rutgers Newark. You add in, um, who am I missing? You add in um, Josh, who's played with them before but hasn't played basketball in a while. You add in Dennis, who I thought's a good player, but at times felt like the ball was stopping a little bit when it was moving with him. Um, he shot the ball pretty well, but... Um, I thought this team was trying to keep the ball moving, kind of get everyone in the flow of the game, but 
just guys weren't taking the right shots, I felt like, and not the right guys. Like, Majid only had took six shots in this game. Majid should never be only taking six shots in a basketball game um, for any team he's playing on. I don't really care who else is on the team. <laughs> Majid is a great shot maker. He's a guy who can score at all three levels, and he's a guy who can catch and shoot and play off the ball. So, um, a little weird for me to only see six shot attempts from him. Um, I thought they could have done a little bit better job also rebounding the basketball. I thought Dom could have done a better job. Josh, usually a much better rebounder than he displayed on this game as well. What was but, Ryan doing? Oh, Ryan finished with 15 points, 10 rebounds. Okay. Like, 7 to 16. I thought I thought Dubs did a good job of also like letting the, just letting the game come to him. No, we, we've been, when we play with Dubs, it's a lot of Dubs handling the ball, ISO, or pick and roll and kind of let Dubs make the decision making. Dubs was yeah. kind of playing in the flow of the offense. I, I thought I thought they did a decent job moving the ball. I just felt like at times it became a little stagnant. Um, guys need to just kind of figure out their role. It's new guy. A lot of guys who are good with the ball in their hands playing together. So they have a good line, a good final five lineup that they could throw out there with their four ball handlers and like Dom at the big or even go five small with Josh playing the five. But um, they just need to learn how to play with each other and um, I think they could make a little bit of a run late season, but it, it sucks that it could take a few weeks for them to figure it out. Yeah, I'm, that's... It was a story it's, 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 it's a way... Yeah, I was going to say, it's the same story, but it's a way different squad, though. There's a lot of new guys on there it, is. so I, I can't say that. But they definitely played against a team that has played a lot of basketball together, so that's like that's why I picked them. It's, it's tough when you play against a team that's been playing together. No, 100%. Um, I, I think they'll be fine. Tom played really well in defense. I honestly thought they forced the, um, Showtime into a lot of tough shots, but Taz hit a few deep threes from like the parking lot, it felt like. Did he tell you um, he got his shot back? Of course. Is that a serious thing to say? I can shoot now. Yeah. I can shoot now, Kurtzman. Um, <laughs> no, it was it was honestly much more competitive than the final score showed. Um Ty's team in the second half probably last like eight minutes really like turned it on and yeah. kind of put this game away, which is what a good team should do. And they were one of the better teams last year. This is a team that loses Deshaun. So um, same core guys, but they add Tony. So that's the second score that they need. Um, I think this will be a team that you'll probably be seeing a lot on the Instagram with Tony, Pop City, Gorky, guys that stuff the stat sheet in a lot of yeah. ways. So um, high hopes for this team. And I think that um, Blue Steel will be able to kind of figure it out as the season goes on. Stats, Majid, 9 points, 1 rebound, 1 assist on 3 of 6, 3 of 4 from 3. Dubs, 15 points, 10 rebounds, 2 assists on 7 of 16. Dennis finished with 19 points, 4 rebounds, 4 assists on 8 of 19. Josh, 4 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists. Dom finished with 4 points, 2 rebounds, 2 assists, and 2 steals. Tom Garvey had 4 points, 1 rebound, 2 assists, and 3 steals. Ronnie finished with 3 rebounds, and George finished with 4 points, Five steals and three assists. As for Showtime, Billy Andrews, six points, six rebounds on three of six shooting. Um, Tony Boyd finished with 21 points, five rebounds on 10 of 14. Gorky, 20 points, 14 rebounds, five steals, four assists. Um, Prince finished with two points, four rebounds, one assist. Lolly finished with two points, eight rebounds, and a block, a steal. Pop City, 17 points, six rebounds. Taz, six points, two assists. All right, last game of the day. Our last game, game of the You can talk about it. <laughs> I mean, you talk our game, it. you have Connor and Ricky, who are probably two of the best players in the league, um, went off. Connor, I think, had 32. Ricky had 37. Um, I, I shot like shit. You were hurt. Jason played basketball for the first time in four years. Abby's a beast defensively. We know that his shot really wasn't falling. But Abby is a stud defensively, makes good passes, good player to have on your team. Basically, we only had six guys. It was a good game for us to only have six because we, we, only, we were... Yeah, yeah, we only had six guys. We were missing 
Cam, BJ, and Pat, three of probably our top guy. top yeah, yeah, top mean, five guys, yeah, like yeah. top six guys. So we're missing a lot of guys. Um, as for the locals, though, I know they were missing Dave Phillips. I think they were missing another guy as yeah, well. They were. Um, they we we played zone. They didn't hit a lot of shots against us, especially like, early. Early, like like the early. game got out of hand kind of early because we were sitting in a soft zone and they really weren't making shots. Like we weren't doing anything crazy defensively. No. They just missed kind of a lot of open shots. We start off the game hot. Connor hits a bunch of threes in a row. Ricky's get, kind of getting whatever we he wants. We were active on the glass. Yeah, we were like. active. Yes, definitely active on the glass, moving the ball well. Um, they tried going zone. They weren't really active in it. No. Um, they, like, honestly, if they wanted to play, like, we had we had the two best players on the floor in Ricky and yeah. Connor. And they were not playing hard enough to beat that those guys. They were not playing. Yeah, their intensity wasn't there. Yeah, no. Um, my my advice to you guys take a, like not, not saying take it a little more seriously, but teams coming in here. They need Dave. They're emotional yeah, leader. You guys need emotional. You guys need an emotional leader to kind of keep you guys in the game early. I feel like when the shots weren't falling, it was just kind of a. It was it, it's a little demoralizing when like you're just like we're getting open looks. It's just they weren't falling. I thought they moved the ball pretty well against our zone. If they yeah, they had right. open looks. The they whole had time. open looks, and honestly, I thought they did a really good job in the offensive glass. They just, I feel like for them everything was. Banking in and out, um, just rim a lot of short, rim outs for them. Lot of short. short, yeah. Like, I don't expect them to shoot that badly again this season. I think they just had a poor first game together. Um, a lot of guys that do play together though, so I won't say that. Jesus Christ, I won't say that. Um, chemistry was the issue because, like I said, I think they moved the ball well against our zone. It just came by the time we had we had an answer for everything they they threw at us. Yeah. Between man and zone, um, we were hitting shots consistently all night. Yeah. And like you said, we had two best players on the floor. So I don't want to harp on this loss for the locals. I think they will definitely improve tomorrow night in their second game. Um, and as for us, we were able to do that with only six guys, and I was barely yeah, playing. I, I was just excited that you got to see like Ricky play for the first time. Like, yeah, no, Ricky's an absolute monster. Connor, absolute monster. Guys that can kind of score at all three levels at a pretty elite level. Um, I think for us, it's just going to be... If we are going to get much better as team, we need to have all our guys be there each week. And if that happens, then I think we're a team that can definitely make a run in this league. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what we look like at full strength. It was cool to watch Connor and Ricky play, like I said, a thousand times already. But um, for the locals, they have good basketball players in their team. I thought team. Billy Moran shot the ball pretty well. Yeah, no, they have good basketball players in their yeah. team. They're going to be fine. Yeah, no, I mean, it, listen, it was an ugly game. It was 90-50 to 50 final. Um it's it's just it, yeah we, we really we, not we, much more to say. It was kind of like the waiver. We had two guys that combined for seventy points basically. Yeah, Thirty seventh. Yeah, we seventy out of our Six, ninety points. Yeah, Sixty nine so. of our ninety, literally. <laughs> um, but that was the game plan going in. They were gonna take the most shots. We were gonna feed them and get hint. them. In, Same thing next time. <laughs> no, nah, not if we have a full team. No, nah, I'm gonna be. I'll, I'll be taking more shots now that I'm healthy. Yeah. Hopefully, I can make more. I can do better than three or twelve from three. So. That is facts. You definitely did not have your best shooting night. No. Um, Couple rim outs for you though. Could have easily been yeah, a five for twelve. Could have been a five. I had two rim outs. Could have five for twelve still. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Um, all right. I guess I'll get to the stats. Honestly, there wasn't really much yeah. more in this game to talk about. In limited minutes, I finished with three points, <laughs> five rebounds, three assists. Nice, nice. Three, five, Ricky, sixteen of twenty-three from the field, thirty-seven points, eight rebounds, three assists, three steals, four blocks. Abby played the center the entire day. Yeah. Forty-four minutes. Forty-four minutes. Three points, ten rebounds, three assists. Probably had more rebounds than that, honestly. Yeah. It's tough to give rebounds out in the league sometimes because I don't know who gets it between the slap guy out or the guy who actually grabs it. 
Um, but he was active on the glass all night for us. TJ, 9 points, 5 rebounds, and an assist. Jay Sav finished with 6 points, 3 assists, 2 steals on 3 of 9 shooting. And Connor, 32 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists, 5 steals on 11 of 21 shooting, 7 of 16 from 3. Rudolph blocks is a stat? Ricky had 4, Abby had 3. Oh, okay. I, I, I don't know why yeah, I didn't hear I, I was like, how many blocks did Abby have? Oh, he had 3. Right. But it could have been five. There was a couple that he blocked that they called fouls on that I thought could have been blocks. Right. Um, as for the locals, Billy finished with 11 points and 8 rebounds and a steal on 3 of 9 from 3. Uh, Christian finished with 16 points, 8 rebounds, 5 assists on 7 of 27. Um, Kinu finished with 3 points, 6 rebounds, 2 assists. Justin Catronio had 6 rebounds. Um, Eshank finished with 11 points, 2 rebounds, 3 assists, and a steal. Uh Varon finished with two points, six rebounds, and um, their sub finished with eight points, seven rebounds. That's all the games for week one. Um, it on was an exciting week. week one, but we are now on to a quick week two preview where we will discuss the matchups going forward. Um, Tuesday night, tomorrow night, actually technically tonight, tonight. now Tec- as we are past midnight. Um First games of the day, 9 o'clock slate, yeah. Hardover Height versus Black Air Forces. Black Air Forces is Jirok's team. Okay. Um, Jirok says he's coming with a full squad. Hardover Height without Jason Gomes. Oh, why? He uh, rolled his ankle playing uh, pickup a couple days ago. Texted me actually just before and said that he's definitely not playing tomorrow. I'd rather just take the week off and be healthy going forward. Um, this is a game where Shafiq might have to take over. Shafiq's gonna have, Shafiq, Shafiq is going to have to really move the ball, keep this, uh, keep the ball moving. Um, Nick Zalek's going to have to be a beast on the glass because this team's going to come with a lot more size this week. Yeah. Um, I think that they're going to have to shoot the ball well from three. They're going to have to control the pace, play at their speed. But if they can speed up Jarok's team and kind of get – I'm not sure how good of basketball players. These guys are good athletes. Um, they had some guys that definitely could make some plays and be playmakers, but – um, without Jason, this is going to be a tough task for Hardover Height. Um, I th- <sighs> Anytime you don't have Jason playing, it is a very, yeah. very tall task. I mean, he does, like you said, he was 11 to 13 from the field. Like, yeah. he's an efficient bucket at any time. Playing without him is going to be a task. But like you said, Shafiq is an elite playmaker. So this gives him a chance to really boost his assist up here to, like, I think, like you said, he had 10 last game. You could be looking at a 15-assist game from here. This could be looking at a 15-assist game. Um, they also didn't have two of their players. We Kyle Baker and Kevin George. I assume they'll both be showing up. Ba- he played. Kyle, Kyle Kev- Baker played. Yeah, played yeah. He's a solid, solid player. Yeah. Um, knows his role. Does it, uh, can shoot the ball a little bit. Um, I think um, Shafiq's younger brother, Khalid, is going to have to be a bigger factor in this game. You were he, high on him after I mean, point. listen, I think he, move, he moves well with the ball, and he knows where to be on the court, and he can hit some shots. Um, I expect that with Jason out, Shafiq will be looking for his, uh, for him to make some plays for them as well. Um, I'm going to take, I think I'm going to take uh, hard over height. I think these guys, I know without Jason is going to be a tough game to to win. They're going to be probably be a little on the other undersized part of this game, but that's what their team name is. They are hard, hard over height. height. They gang rebound. They... They do well with Nick Zalek playing the five, and I think that they will. Uh, their basketball IQ will prevail in this one. I'm going to give them, based on based on what I saw off of the Jirox team, they were a little yeah. shaky shooting the ball. So I'm going to go with uh, Hardover Height in a very, very, very close game. I think the athleticism of Jirox squad 
could uh, what was the team name again? Excuse me, Black Air Force. Black. I think that I think if they come with some Black Air Force energy, then they could possibly get a they could possibly get a win in this game. I think it's gonna be a very close competitive game. Two one and no teams. Two one. Okay, uh, I'm still gonna take hard over height as well though. I need to see Black Air Forces at full strength. I need to see these guys play mm-hmm. before I could pick them in a game. A hundred percent. Um, we know where we're getting out of hard yeah. over height. Next game. Next game. DFA versus the locals. Um, locals definitely get off to a tough start having to play two of the better teams in the league their first two weeks. Um, DFA coming off a huge win in which they won the premier matchup as the Lakers just continue to throw lob after lob to AD. <laughs> um, DFA coming off a big win week one. The locals coming off a blowout loss in week one. Um, I know the locals will be getting their, getting Dave back. He's probably one of their better scorers, guy who's able to um, play make for them. Another guy who's able to play make for them, I should say. DFA is definitely the more talented team in this game. They probably have the the better roster in this game. Um, they come in with ten guys when locals only have seven, so definitely more more bodies to go to. They got a lot of big bodies, a lot of versatile players that can do a lot of things. Um, there's no offense to the locals, but I think this one could get a little ugly. I do think DFA, if they're shooting the ball any better than they did against um, TTG last week that you could be looking at another 80-90 point performance out of DFA. Jaleel, Deshaun, Buddy, Vic Pawar, Lee Henderson. Those are just all guys that can put the ball in the bucket um, for themselves or create for others. Um, I'm taking Listen, DFA. Yeah, this is this is a tough matchup. Tough matchup for the locals. Listen, I'm taking DFA against anybody except for our team right now. Yeah, probably. I'm, I'm going to be taking them against basically everybody. If you're the locals, what's your what's your game plan coming in? Like, if you had to give them any advice to try to stop this team, well, first of all, I you think have I'm, to play your best athletes to start the game. Yes. Not even necessarily your best basketball players. You have to play your best athletes. I mean, when you just play when you play DFA, they they're gonna have the best athletes on the on the court. Yeah, probably. So you need to match them at athletically as best you can. Um I, I can't say you go zone and make them shoot cuz but if you go man they could just they can go they can go, go by you. Deshaun is it I guess you have to go I, zone I think and pray. I, personally I think if I was play, what I think if I was Lucas I was playing against them I play a 2-3 zone you key Deshaun make sure you know where he is at all times and you got to make everyone else beat you not saying that Deshaun is guaranteed the best player on his team every yeah, game Yeah you can't night. man them you can't man them cuz they just have too many good athletes but um I would just make sure you gang rebound, um, communicate well in the zone, and just keep tabs on Deshaun and Jaleel because they're the two, probably the two better shooters on that team. Um, the rest of the guys are guys that I like to hit from the mid-range, get inside, score buckets uh, near the rim. Um, but, yeah, just just uh, slow the game down. Don't let them get off and running. I'm taking DFI. I am also taking DFI. Next game. Next game of the day, 10 o'clock slate. Waiver Wire Warriors against TTG. Blue Devils by Marquez's squad against the Waiver Wire Warriors. Interesting Wa- game. It, it, it. Interesting that this Waiver Wire Warriors could steal one if, if they were lacking. If TTG comes out lacking in this game, the way they did last week, and they week. come out, you know, they look like you know a little out of shape still. They didn't get back in the gym at all. They just kind of waited a whole another week to play basketball. Waiver Wire Warriors. This is an interesting matchup here. If they can ma- this team, they match athletically. If a full Waiver Wire Warriors team shows up with Mark, Ralph, uh, Big Rob, Facundo, if they're all there. Have they, you, has anyone of the Waiver Wire Warriors squad asked you to bring one of their friends in the league? No, I told them before I left their team chat. I like I made their team chat yeah. and then I left it eventually. I told them if you want to bring any of your boys into the league, just let me know. Yeah. I might be adding a guy to their team who I know is a little bit yeah. of a baller. Um, he hit up the Instagram. He was trying to play. Um, 
Kip Brandon Yutko. He played at Stockton. He asked me if he could join a team. I asked a few teams if they wanted him. They said they didn't. So I might just ask the waiver wire warriors if they want him and they could start out uh, next week if he can't make it this game. But okay. um I'm trying to keep the I'm trying to get every team to be as competitive as can be. And if there's competitive guys that are trying to join as free agents, I'm definitely gonna try to get them in the league. Um this will be the last week for roster ads though. So I'll probably ask waiver wire warriors right before the game tomorrow if they want to add him going forward. Um, I do think that TTG will definitely come in more prepared for this game. I think that they will try to get easier buckets, maybe not shoot as many threes early on, just try to get into the paint, get inside five feet. Bobby, great job of getting to the paint in his limited time playing in week one, I thought. Um, if Waver Wire Warriors wants to win this game, Ralph and Mark need to be on their games. Big Rob needs to be doing a good job inside limiting the po- Will uh, he be here this week? I, I hope. Okay. Um... And if they're able to do that and kind of control the pace of the game and Ralph is shooting the ball well, um, they could get come out of the dub. But I think TTG has a little too much talent, and they could put out a better five at the end of the game if it came down to that. So I'm going to take TTG, but I think it's going to be a closer one than people expect. Yeah, I have to take TTG in this one as well. Guys who play together. But I think if, like you said, I think this is going to be a competitive game. I think this could be one of those uh, high-scoring games where they just – Stick around long enough, make a little push at the end, get it done. Um, I still, I'm gonna give my faith in TTG. I think Bobby plays the full game, gets head on. This is looking like a 40 ball for Bobby. Could be, could be, because they gave up 90 points last week. Waiver Wire Wars, especially if Big Rob is not there again for whatever reason. This could easily be a 40 ball for Bobby. I'm looking to see some guys on that team get back on track. Uh, I'm taking TTG as well. Okay. So we're all we're on the same team. First three games, I think. Um, I think there's gonna be a lot of games this year where, where we there's, there might be a little bit of talent disparity and sometimes sometimes. But um, this game could be a little closer if TTG doesn't come out um, laser focused in this one. Last game of the Tuesday night schedule, our team, the Shooters, against UDH. Mm. Um, we we are, are we're, we're a little shorthanded again this week, I believe. No Connor, no Cam, as okay. of now. As of now, um, so I would leave us with seven or eight guys, seven seven guys or eight guys showing up. Um, UDH played a good game defensively. I thought their first time. Thought they uh, offensively, they definitely need, they struggled a little bit to put the ball in the bucket. Um, I think they're a good team with a lot of weapons. I expect Will Oswald to be back this week. Mm. Um, he's just a guy who honestly brings a lot of energy to the court and will be talking and communicating a lot. Probably getting under some of the skin of our players on our team or trying to at least. Um, I think as long, but I think as long as if we play our game and let our playmakers do their thing, we should be able to come out with the win. Um, I think we have. I want to play. I want to see our team play better team defense. Yeah, we're gonna have to play defensively. We're not gonna have to zone this team. We're gonna no. have to man. Yeah, we're gonna have to play good defense. Gonna be. I think it's gonna be a really good game. A lot of high shot making ability in Brandon this game. Brandon Milling, Michael Leva, Dennery, um, Ricky, Ricky, yep. Con- not Connor, no Connor, uh, BJ, BJ, Pat plays Pat. Like there's me. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's a lot of there's a lot of bucket getters in this game. Obviously we're both gonna take our team, but yeah, this course. is this is has game of the week potential in my opinion. Yeah, I think, I think this is the best game of the I think this is the best game of the I'm night. interested to see how we defend them. I think that's the storyline here. How are we gonna match up against them and how are they gonna match up against us? I little Kyle Paris versus Ricky matchup. Ooh, that could be a good match. It's a fun matchup. I think whoever has to end up guarding Rick, uh, Kyle on our team is gonna just have to do a lot of work. Yeah. Um Kyle's a guy who's very active in the offense on whatever team he plays on. Um yeah, we'll see we'll see how it goes. I'm excited for the matchup. 
I hate that like I'm not as like a prominent role on this team as I am like my football my football teams where I say I'm excited for the matchup like I'm probably gonna play like 20 minutes max in this game um be a player coach but uh Nah, it should be it should be a good game. Good I game. expect us to come out on top because I think we have the best player on the court and Ricky right now. Um, but I think on any given day, some of those guys on UDH can say they're the best player on the court. So yeah, gonna be we'll a, to, gonna we'll be a good one. Gonna be a good one. Uh, let's go to the Thursday slate. Thursday slate starts with the Pan against Blue Steel. Um, um, in this game, I'm looking for two things. Can the Pan score more points? Will their best shot makers and creators be there? And if so, are they enough to get them into the high 60s, low 70s? Because I think that's the score you're going to have to get to in most games to win. And for Blue Steel, I just want to see, do you build off of week one? Yeah, um, are you going to continue yeah, to like, develop? Yeah, are you going to continue to develop? Are you going to continue to get better as a team? Um, did you learn from the mistakes of week one? The film is out. You could watch the game, see exactly what you think you guys need to improve upon. Um, if you guys get back to doing what you can do best, which is move the ball and Jesus Christ, and um, just continue to use all of your weapons and maximize the roles on everyone's teams, get guys taking shots in the right positions. Um, I think you should be able to be highly competitive in this game and probably come out with a win. I do think you guys have the the, the best scorers in this game, unless the scores for. Um, Manal, the the Pan team are much better than I expect. But with Majid Dubs, this guy, the George from that played at Rutgers Newark, and you even added this kid Dennis, you have a lot of guys that can put the ball in the bucket in ISO situations, in um, pick and roll situations, catch and shoot guys. Fifty four points is not going to be enough to be. Um, it's not going to be enough not, in this not, game. No, not going to be enough for the Pan. No, for the Pan, the Pan is definitely going to have to figure out how to score some more points, manufacture some more offense. Um, I did think they got some good shots in the last game, but they just weren't able to hit them. So I think, like I said, the shooting around the league was very poor in week one. I'm expecting you guys to shoot a little bit better this week. Every team, I expect the scores to be a little bit higher. Um, With that said, I'm going to take Blue Steel. I think in this game, points are going to... Points are going to (laughs) matter. I think that... um, Whoever scores you're more gonna have, win. Yeah. You know, I think you're going to have to get it into the 70s to win this game if you're the Pan, and I just don't know if they have that f- offensive firepower. Um, but it, I'm not going to lie. If Majin only takes six shots again, I'm going to throw a fit at the court tomorrow. Mm. Do you, Is that on Majin or is that on his team? A um, little bit of both. I think Majin's a guy that when he gets the ball in his hands needs to be aggressive. Yeah. Um, but also not take bad shots because a few times I feel like he felt like he was a little high in the offense. Took a really bad, like, step back two, and I was just like, oh, like, that's probably not the shot like we wanted. Um, I just think Maja needs to get more into the flow of the offense with the guys. Gotta keep the ball moving and get everyone involved. I promise you, um, if the ball gets moving around with all four of you guys on the court at one time, a good person is going to take a shot, and it's probably going to be an open shot. So just trust that if you move the ball, good things will happen. Great defense by Dwight Howard. (laughs) Um, I'm taking Blue Steel in this one. I just don't think the Pam will be able to give the offensive firepower needed to win this game as Carmelo Anthony steps into one. one. Who are you taking, TJ? Give me Blue Steel as well. Like like, like you said, I I need to see more. I don't know enough about the Hoopers. On the pan yet? Yeah. And when you score 54 points, I'm like, all right, I gotta see more shot making because Ryan's gonna get hot, Maj is gonna get hot. A few of the other guys you said, I don't know their names yet. George and Dennis. George and Dennis. But I saw them hooping. And I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. They're good. They're athletic. They have good movement on the basketball court. Yeah, you just they just have to play ball. team. They have team ball. They need to play team basketball. 
Like it, get get Maja going early, get Dubs going also, early. Also, Gay on transition. Fed yeah. guys weren't Gay on transition, and they're all enough. good transition players. All good transition players. Basketball is a simple game if you make it simple. <laughs> good quote by Christopher right there. Yeah, yes. we like we both like to steal there. All right, last game of the day, nine thirty starts, not nine o'clock. I will emphasize this again on Thursday morning for the teams that are playing. 9.30 start. Showtime versus the Bad Boys. Ooh. This is definitely game of the day for the Thursday. Might end up being game of the week for this the entire is game league. game of the week right now. America's um, game of the week. Let's talk about it. Um, Showtime. First of all, I, I, let's start with this. Battle inside is going to be great between Gorky and Boyd against Aiden, KP, and Christian These Garcia. These are teams that are familiar with each other. Teams that are definitely familiar with each other. Have played in multiple leagues against each other. Played in bear down against each other. Yes. Um, I think that the keys to this game are not turning the ball over, mm. um, getting good shots every time down, not taking bad shots. Because you you see a lot of times in men's leagues, guys come down and just take really bad shots, and it's like, oh, well, that can end up it's costing you or not stopping a run or allowing a team to go on a run. So I think the team that plays smarter in this game and doesn't turn the ball over as much is probably going to come out and win this game. Um, both these teams have played together for a long time. These players have played together. This is a game that if you play it 10 times, it probably, I don't want to say 50-50, but probably 6-4 one way or the other. These are um, two teams that are familiar with each of the other person's games. So um, you're going to hear a lot of, you're probably going to hear a lot of shit talking in this yep, game. Yeah, definitely. You're probably going to hear a lot of, let him shoot, let him shoot. He can't shoot to at, some players. Pass. <laughs> It could be. Listen, I'm. I'm no, Taz, I, I wasn't Taz calling and, anybody. Yo, yo in Taz that. and Sean say the same thing to each other every time they yes, play against each other. Yes, they, they both, do. They both say, "Yo, let him shoot, let him shoot." That they, is a definitely a friendly rivalry that um, between two point guards who definitely think very highly of themselves on ba- on a basketball court. Um, can the bigs slow down Gorky? Can anyone on Showtime slow, slow down, down Christian? Christian. KP um, doesn't have two bad games in a row. Yeah, gonna KP probably going to look out. They're probably going to look to get, get get KP going early to get him out of whatever that little funk from game one was where he just wasn't really getting the looks that I think he usually gets. Um, I want to see the Sedley brothers shoot the ball better. I had high expectations for Andrew DeSedley coming into the league. Had a rough game one, only took five shots. Um, I think he'll be more involved in this game. I know we've talked a lot about bad boys. Um, I didn't even talk about Pop City. Pop City could end up. This is this the game X over. factors. The guard plays in this game. Yeah, because I think the men are going to kind of neutralize each other. Yeah. Kind of both going to get theirs. Um, going to be a very physical game in the paint. <sighs> I think I'm going to start with the pick here. Yeah, who are you taking? Showtime. <sighs> this is a game where I could see Pop City going crazy. Um, I think not that they don't have the guard play to guard him because they got Brandon Stewart, they got Sean McCray, who definitely Sean definitely buys in on the defensive end and is going to definitely take yep. on the matchup probably of guarding Pop City. Um, Pop City is just a good a good shot maker though, so if he if he's hitting his shots, he's hitting his shots. I'm going to take the bad boys. I think that um, Christian Garcia is a one man wrecking crew down low, and I know that they have a good size the Showtime the Showtime team. But I'm going to roll with the bad boys. I think Tom Baselli gets the shot going a little bit. And it's going to be a very close game, very competitive. This Probably is game of the down, week. Definitely comes down to the game of the week. So I'm excited that it's a 9.30 game. So that the 9 o'clock game can stay, watch the game, get a little hyped up at the end, hopefully. Get some get a bear down feel to it. Yep. Um, early in the season, some good matchups. 
bad boys get their first taste of a very competitive action against a team that can match their size. So we'll see um, how they're able to respond to that. Yeah, this is going to be... That's the only game we picked differently this week. Yeah, I mean, I hope that we're wrong. Oh, yeah, I hope some teams come out and upset. I definitely hope we're wrong, but... um, Everyone, if you made it to this point in the podcast, podcast, thank, minutes, okay. thank you, thank you for listening. Make sure to subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are listening to us on. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Go check out the games from this past week. We will catch you guys at the court on Tuesday. Post more on the Instagram. I didn't see enough Instagram posts. Mm-hmm. We get people's pictures and whatnot. Tag the tag the league. Tag uh, tag the the photographer Dan Park for the season. Shout out to him for coming out and doing the pictures each week. Um, they just keep throwing lobs. <laughs> yeah. We'll see you at the courts tomorrow night. Tonight. 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 Peace. Peace.